Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to this edition of Diz After Dark. Oh, and joining me tonight is Sinead. Hello, hello. I like that you really had to think about which one you were recording. <laughs> well, do you know, I, I sang Diz After Dark and it, it reminds me of something that was sang on the Mickey Waffles back in the day. Something about cakes. Oh, it was probably pin time with Kate. I feel like that's the only oh, thing yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, that got dark quick. Anyway, on next week's <laughs> episode, we'll be discussing Israel. No, we won't. Jesus. No, we're not discussing him either. Start again. Oh, in this episode, Lord. this is the darkest episode of Diz After Dark. No, it's not. We're just joshing. Uh, have you got a drink? I have a bottle of water because I've literally just finished work. So yeah, I've got have a, a proper beverage. I've got a two tea bag uh, Yorkshire tea in my T two three D. Say that with your teeth out. Um, <laughs> it's funny. My uh, future father in law also is a, a two tea bag in his cup of tea kind of person. Uh, it's bizarre. I don't get it. He's a man I'd like to shake hands with because yeah, in, when I'm on the bedtime tea though, I have three tea bags in. Ah, here. In it's this economy. Weird. Well, you know, was lefty train <laughs> drivers. <laughs> Literally paying £20 notes just to stay warm. Well. Cost of living crisis. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're here to gab about your trip uh, with Adam yes. back in September now. Yeah, it's wild that it's like over a month ago now. It's so weird. Have, have you gone through the process of... Oh, this time last week we were, and this time last month we were. Have you start, uh, Have you do, done any of that? Not too much. I have the odd time looked back at the everything that I post on Instagram. I saved to highlights on my page. So I've gone yeah. through that the odd time. When I was writing up my notes for this episode and the universal one, I had to go back through to make sure I didn't miss it. You've got uh, notes, people. Right, well, you've got notes. So I let's... do have notes. Let's start at the top of the page. <laughs> so initially, so if you've listened to the Universal one, we did a week in Universal and the plan initially was for us to just do a day in Disney because predominantly doing Disney and just a little bit of Universal was just working out way more expensive. So the plan was we were going to do a single day in Disney. We were going to do Hollywood Studios in the morning and then do a Mickey's Not So Scary in the evening and that was the plan that's what we had looked into um i'm sure anyone from ireland or the uk has found that it's virtually impossible to try and find 
single day park tickets. I think um, when me, me and Stuart did it um, with park hopping, we had to speak to Disney direct. Yeah, yeah, it's it is very difficult. And we had booked our Universal part of our stay through Attraction Tickets Direct. That's who Universal seemed to use. Um, and they only had the seven day or the fourteen day ticket, which is kind of much of a muchness. Um. So I emailed them and I was like, hey, we're looking to do Disney for a day. Do you sell single day tickets? And the response I got back was a bit wild. So they do sell single day tickets. However, they don't sell them for the UK and Ireland. Which is weird. Um, But it's I think it's to do with whatever agreement they have with Disney that they can only sell the seven and 14 day one. So who were they selling to then? Like uh, you can buy it on the German site. <laughs> okay. I haven't tested the other ones, and I had a look today, and you can still, you can still get them there. So I think, from what I remember, it was working at out at about one hundred and eighty-five ish, give or take the day, because it varies on the day. Some of them I think were up as far as like two thirty for like a busy weekend. Yeah. Um. But it was around 185 per person per day. And that was without park hopper. If you want to park hopper, it was like 424 euro. Gee. Which yeah. was quite the jump and just didn't seem worth it to me in the slightest. Um, So that's what we initially looked at. And then as more and more I come out about Guardians of the Galaxy, we both really wanted to go on Guardians of the Galaxy. So then we were weighing up, do we get two single day tickets and just go back and forth to Disney? Or do we get a park hopper one? And at one stage we were genuinely contemplating, go to Hollywood Studios first thing in the morning, spend most of the day there, then park hop via Epcot, try get on Guardians of the Galaxy and then go to Mickey's Not So Scary. Which yeah, boss data. It would, but I think it's far more ambitious than would ever be realistic. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. Um so then what I ended up doing, so I've gone on and I've done some calculations because I'm a nerd like that. So if we had done that, um if we had opted to do both, uh so stay in Universal and then just get do two single day tickets to Disney, including transfers via Lyft. It would have cost us about 860 quid, I think, 860 euro, give or take, um, depending on the lifts and whatnot. Or if we were going to try to do that unhinged park hopper day, it would have cost us 908 euro, which again was far more than we were willing to spend. So what we ended up doing was having a look on Disney at just staying there for a night. Yeah. Um, so what we ended up doing was we stayed at Pop Century for one night with two day park tickets. Uh, they weren't park hopper because we figured we'd probably end up staying the full day in Hollywood Studios. And then we'd plan to go to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party the day we went to Epcot. And you don't need a park hopper for that. Yeah. So they were just standard one day, one park tickets. Um, and then the transfers back and forth with Lyft. So that ended up working out. I think the room and the tickets was about 670 euro. 
And then with the lift, it was about 730. So it worked out cheaper to stay at Disney for the night than to try and go back and forth, which... That's bonkers, isn't it? Right? It shouldn't be that complicated, should it? It shouldn't be that convoluted, no. And initially, like, if you try to look up really short stays on the Disney World website, it does kind of try and not let you for whatever reason but we managed we managed to to figure it out anyways and we were able to get everything fully through disney um but yeah it was a bit it was a bit bizarre and because i know i mentioned i mean i've already mentioned lyft but i had made i went back through the app just for if anybody was going from disney to cabana bay as an example or vice versa so getting to disney the morning that we transferred was 24 dollars Going back from Disney after Halloween party was twenty three dollars, wow. and then getting to Disney Springs was nineteen dollars. They're all reasonable prices, really, aren't they? I mean, I right? know it's surge price and like, but you, you're not I paying for ex- it's thirty dollars just to park a car now. Honestly, like I did not think that was bad at all. Like I had budgeted for the days that we were transferring back and forth. I thought it was going to be at least fifty, sixty quid. So, and it was much cheaper which was nice so yeah so we got up on I think it was the Monday um, and ordered our lift headed over to Hollywood Studio not Hollywood Studios headed over to Pop Century we were there pretty early I want to say we got there at about 8 o'clock in the morning what weren't expecting our room to be ready of course or anything like that but went to go check in so we could get our tickets and I will say it's the only kind of negative experience we had with a cast member was the cast member that was checking us in. He just, and I get that it was eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday. Oh, my, f- something is talking to me. Apologies for Um, He just, he just couldn't have given, he couldn't have cared less to be perfectly honest. Do you think he's been transferred from the Animal Kingdom Lodge for having an awful attitude there? Do you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so we were checking in and he, even though he had looked at my passport and he'd even asked, All right, is there a special occasion that you're staying? And I said, oh, it's actually my birthday tomorrow. Never offered a birthday badge or anything like that. Um, and then he was like, do you have a preference for your room? And... I didn't. I've never stayed at Pop Century before, which I said to him. I said, we've never stayed here before. It's our first time. Um, where would you recommend? And he didn't really respond to me. He just assigned us a room um, and then advised us that we'd get the text when our room was ready. Yada, yada, yada. So went out, dropped our bags with um, the luggage guys and then went to go get the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios. Were they and... gonna put were they gonna put it into you, the luggage into your room or did you No, have to we go had back? to go back and get it. Okay. Yeah, we had to go back and get it, which is fine. Um so we walk over to where you get the skyliner. And at first we can see a couple of people and we're like, oh okay, grand. I cannot tell you how many people were in the queue for the skyliner. Oh. There must have been and I'm not exaggerating here, there must have been about 250, 350 people in the queue for the skyliner. It, it wrapped down. it no 
or at least oh. it didn't look like it was like it was moving consistently and like where you get on the skyline area pop you have the people from pop getting on it but then you also have all the people from uh, art of animation getting on it as well so chances are however long the queue was on our side it was probably maybe not quite as long but it was probably still quite long on that side as well and we started walking and we started walking and we must have walked for nearly like a solid five minutes and there was no end in sight to this queue of people waiting to get on the skyliner it's so demoralizing it it was it was it was insane so we decided to cut our losses and book a lift to take us to hollywood studios which because i have my prices here was 12 dollars um so we waited we got our lift to hollywood studios that was totally fine um and yeah then we had our, our first day in Hollywood Studios Um, we had already booked our um DAS passes for what did we book Millennium Falcon and Slinky so we walked into the park knew and that, knowing that we were going to do those yeah. Um, and I had bought us an individual lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance as well so we kind of knew before we got to the park that they were three things that we were doing that day. Uh, do you know how much that was? Oh, I don't know. I could probably find it. it was, yeah, it's maybe maybe $20, because it's that surge pricing as well for the individual lightning lanes, because I know Genie Plus is now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I actually think Adam might have booked those ones, because oh, yeah. I think I was having issues with my thing. But yeah, I think it was in and around in and around 18 20 dollars something yeah, like that yeah. and i think it was the same for guardians because we booked guardians the following day in epcot um but yeah like i think i had only done one day in hollywood studios the last time um maybe it maybe two days i'm not entirely sure but like so much has opened like toy story wasn't there star wars obviously wasn't there um I think the last time I was there, I got to see what were they called? Like Blood Mulching Shears or something like that. That band that used to play on the streets of America. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I seen them the last time I was there. So I'll tell you how long ago it was. But uh, I really, I really, really enjoyed Hollywood Studios. I feel like they've definitely, definitely improved it quite, quite Not substantially. Not a vibe, hasn't it? Yeah, it really does. It's it's considering it's manic Disney. It's a, if to me it just feels a little bit chilled out, a little bit yeah, man. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't be surprised if there was doobies on the go somewhere, like a little doobie <laughs> pretty, stand. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But no, I really enjoyed it. We went straight over to Galaxy's Edge. We ended up getting breakfast there. They had a vegan. I think it was like a sunrise wrap or something like that it was like a flat like bread Ron- that had yeah the ronto wraps yeah it was like that it had like a tofu scramble and chickpeas and stuff it was like a little bit spicy it was honestly probably one of the nicest things we yeah. ate um at disney it was really really good um yes yeah, we, we had them absolutely gorgeous yeah so nice so so nice so we did that we had a matron we got a photo at the millennium falcon and then i think we went and did Toy Story Midway Mania. I feel like that might have been the first ride that we did. Um, Aliens Rolling Saucers is fine. 
Dog's little ride, isn't it? Especially yeah. when, you, when it's uh, me and me brother-in-law with me nephew stuck in between us. Oh, <laughs> and the scowling. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was a bit of crack. What I will say is it felt like we must have done the loop from the Chinese theatre to Muppets to Galaxy's Edge to Toy Story Land. We must have done that loop a good six, seven times throughout the day just because it just kept working out that way. Yeah. Um, we didn't go over the other side of the park over where like Terror and Terror stuff is at all because we initially tried to get a lightning lane for... um, Oh, what's it called? Rock and Roller Coaster. We yeah. both hate Terror of Terror, so we weren't doing Terror of Terror. Um, <laughs> and Rock and Roller Coaster was down for the entire day. So I've heard we lots weren't... of people saying that. Yeah, it was down the whole day. Like we had we had a slot booked for it and then got the notification being like, This is down, please select something else. And it never it never came back up. And we didn't end up staying for Fantasmic. We were just a bit wrecked. So we literally just didn't go that end of that yeah. park at all, which was fine. Um so yes, yeah, so we got to go on Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. And I have seen so many ride-throughs of it and I feel like because of the way the characters are lit and whatnot it always looks a bit naff in videos but I was really intrigued to get to see it in person I think it's beautiful I think it is such a good ride oh I I just think it's stunning it's right up there Mr D's not a fan of it he still mourns the great movie rides we all mourn the great movie ride Mm. um but I just had so much fun on it you know it's just I think it's so clever I think it's such a good use of the space I love that bit where you're like you're in one room you go into another one then you go back into that first room but it looks totally different so it feels like you're somewhere else yeah um I love the art style of it I just I think it's so clever and it feels like such a quintessentially Disney ride that I just I just think it's great I think they did a really good job with it yeah, Loved down it. Um, Slinky, I thought Slinky was really fun. Um, I feel like it's a good, it's a good kind of, it's maybe not quite as like scary, shall we say, as Big Thunder because there's no like in the dark bits. Um, but it's just just a fun little coaster. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, just no sh- no shade whatsoever for the yeah. queue. Um, yeah. Now, thankfully, major... we had. I actually. Don't so I ended up because I wasn't sure what way DAS would work. We had Genie Plus and the DAS Pass, which is wildly unnecessary. You do not need to do that. But I just I didn't know what it was going to be like. So everything that we did, we pretty much went through the lightning lane. So we didn't actually have to queue for pretty much anything. But yeah, Toy Story Land is incredibly, incredibly warm. Yeah, I think it's a it's lovely for what it is. Mm. It's like the Disneyland Paris one as well. That's lovely for what it is. Yeah. But they could have done so much more with both of them. True. But this is true. But it's a it's a cute little land. I like the theme yeah. of it. It's fun. It's fun to walk through. Um, we were planning on going to Pizza Rizzo, but it closed earlier than we realized. It closed at like five, I think. I think we got there at like half five. Um, so that was just. Poor, poor planning on our behalf, but it's fine. We'll go next time. Uh, we did go to Baseline Tap House. Love Baseline Tap House. Yeah, could have stayed there all day. Honestly, 
we we were just feeling a bit like it was just a bit warm we just needed a little bit of a sit down um so I can't remember what beer Adam got but I got a blood orange cider oh my god it was so nice and then we split yeah. one of the giant pretzels and just had a nice little sit down it was great yeah. loved when it you, when you walked in to see the bar we were we had the whole table on the right hand side and nice. that's where Cough and Karen forgot Rose left her in the toilet Oh no! <laughs> come come back with the two babies because oh. all th- all three of them decided they wanted a poo, and uh, she forgot Rose. Oh, P- poor Rose. picks up her drink, and we're like, "Where's Rose?" Oh, and obviously, dear. dropped the drink and legged it. <laughs> yeah, oh, the poor thing. But yeah, really, really enjoyed baseline tap house. Um, I would say we probably spent most of our time in Galaxy's Edge. So we had a booking for Ogas, went into Ogas Cantina, absolutely loved it. We had a great time in there. Um, we had it. We were at one of the standing tables that's like right in front of Rex. So yeah. we had a great, great view of him. Um, Adam got the Rancor flight because he really wanted the the spread with the little cups, and I got the I can't remember which what the drink is called, but the one that you get the Battle of Endor mug. Because uh, again, I wanted the tiki mug. And then I can't remember, we got two more drinks after that and we got the little snacky like veg things that come with like a yeah. SOE dip. Really nice. Really, really enjoyed uh, Ogas. We had a really nice server. I think his name was Phil or Philip or something like that. Yeah, um, we spent over $300 in there and we just couldn't wait to get out. Oh, really? Yeah, because we were in a booth. There was 10 of us. Some of the right. kids were asleep. They were hot. They were tired. Rose threw it, dropped a drink everywhere. It was just bedlam. Oh, so, okay. So it, it's brilliant in there. Don't get me wrong. You know, it. it I would love to go in there with just Kerry and just like have a bevy yeah. and all that. But we just were in the right. It was the wrong frame of mind. It was the wrong right. time of day. And we, I mean, we had two two cocktails each. We had all the food that was available. Yeah. It's boss. It is boss. It could it's, be twice the size. Honestly, it's it's so it's something I would make a point of doing every time I'm there. Um, we had a great time. We again, we had two drinks each, and to be fair, our server was kind of like, "Do you want another one?" Like he was pretty chill about us staying there, so we probably could have stayed there for a couple more if we wanted. Um, but we, I think we had a. a slot for something it might have been and um, smugglers run i'm not sure but yeah i loved loved ogas i can imagine being there with kids like because it's a lot it's loud yeah the lights are a bit crazy and uh, yeah but i'm pretty sure because adam got the rancor flight um i'm pretty sure we probably spent close to 300 quid with just the two of us so she's spency uh, they do give you brand brand new clean ones in a box so that was good. I will say it did mean that it was quite heavy. So we ended up actually going and renting a locker up the front of the park so we could leave there because like the box that the Rancor flight comes in is pretty big. Wow. So we ended up um going and renting a locker up the front, which I think was maybe like $8. So it was fine. Meant we weren't worried about smashing things up on, on rides, which was good. Um, Smugglers Run we didn't have a great time on oh. and it's because so we this was one of the ones that we had already pre-booked with with das we were pretty 
short for time on the window we had between going on Smuggler's Run and Adam's booking for building his lightsaber. Um, we had just not quite left ourselves with a decent enough time to do both of those. So when we finally get through to the queue, they're separating people out. And I regret not asking, can we wait and be pilots? Yeah. I was worried about time. And we ended up with two older couples that didn't know each other, couldn't have give, given less of a crap about the fact that they were going on Smuggler's Run, didn't listen to a single thing that the cast member told them. So we were the, is it the engineers set at the yeah. back? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we were the engineers. So they were jerking the thing around. My back was not having a good time. Adam's back was in bits when we got off it because of how jittery it was. So yeah, didn't have didn't have the best experience on Smuggler's Run and I really do regret not asking if we can hang on and be pilots. But it's a strange, strange thing because I got to pilot, but it's pointless. Because by the time you you try and turn, the Millennium Falcon turns eventually. Yeah. So it, I think a lot of it's an illusion. I don't know. I might be totally wrong. But you show me know. a pilot. You show me someone who smashes it. I just don't know. But It just, I feel like, and I've heard so many people say it, like, because we were at the very back, it was kind of hard to see anyways. But like everything you're doing is to your right-hand side. So like I could... Or for me, anyways, because I was sat on the right. Like everything was on the panel on the right hand side. So all I was, all I could really do was just wait for a button to light up. I could, I didn't really get to see anything yes, that happened on it. Buttons. You're looking for your buttons. You're just like. Yeah. So weird. I just, even if they had put the panel somehow on the back of the chair or something like that of the chair or the person in front of you, you'd be better able to try and keep it up. Because like I couldn't tell you what happened. I couldn't tell you where we went. I just know we got absolutely bashed around, and. Yeah. Me and Adam got 100% accuracy and mm-hmm. I think the people up the front got like 10. So, yeah. Not not a great experience of, of Smuggler's Run. I'll absolutely do it again whenever we go back. But I would, I would make a point of asking to be pilots because if we were going to be engineers again, I honestly don't think I'd bother. Yeah. It's, it's just a little bit unfortunate. Um... Adam went and built a lightsaber. That was great. Um, what did you do? Are you, are you allowed to stand behind him and? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just got. I just stood and took photos. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was pretty quick. Um, it was a quick little experience. They do give you the holders included in the price now. I remember yeah. when Kate went, there was issues around them trying to charge extra for that and whatnot. They don't seem to do that anymore. Um, what was interesting though was Adams was kind of jittering oh. once they'd done the like everybody pulls their lightsabers out and holds them up and all this kind of stuff Adams was like flashing and they were like oh so like one person started like tinkering around with it and they were like hang on for a second and when we w- went out to the front a cast member came out and was like do you mind if we just double check this so they did take it off make sure that it worked perfect which I mean for something that you're spending that much money on you would kind of want but um yeah i think some things just needed to be needed to be tightened or whatever and hasn't had any issues with it since um did have a really weird interaction with a cast member outside whilst we're they were in 
fixing his lightsaber. Oh. Um, it was just it was really bizarre. He was like asking us where we were from and stuff, and we were trying to like make a joke about the fact that we're from where like the Jedi's are and where the Porgs are because Skellig Michael is part of Ireland. We're like he just wasn't getting the joke at all. Um, which oh. was fine. Yeah. But then he was asking like if we were a couple, if we were married, and I we said that we were engaged, and then he like was like turned to Adam and was like, "Here's here's some sound advice, like happy wife, keep your life." And I was like, "That's inappropriate to be With, saying in a theme park." But it was a galaxy a long time ago, so they had different values in the fifties. This is a galaxy far, far away as well. It's just, it was just a really, I've never had an interaction with a cast member like that ever. And I've had some bizarre interactions with DLP cast members. It was just really weird. We both kind of walked away a bit like, okay. Like, it's very strange. Um, And then the other thing that we did in studios was obviously Rise the Resistance. We had a really interesting experience on Rise the Resistance. So we were in the first transfer vehicle and that kind of stalled for a little bit before that pre-show bit started. So first there was that. Then we get into the room with all the um, stormtroopers and whatnot. That's all good. And then we get put into those like little interrogation rooms where you see Kylo Ren and... Brendan Gleeson's son. Cannot remember <laughs> neither yeah. his name nor his character's name. One of the and then, Yeah. And then the like you're supposed to get cut out of the door and stuff like that. We were in that room for probably like seven or eight minutes. Yeah. And I don't think you're supposed to be in there that long. No. So eventually they come, they rescue, we get in the, the carts, that's fine. And just every stage was just a little bit delayed like when you're in the room where when you're in this spot where like Kylo Ren's lightsaber is supposed to be like cutting through it that took forever um where you're going past the cannons we were sat there for a long time quite a long time and then we did have the regular Kylo Ren we seen the animatronic um but we were sat in front of him for again a really long time and then after him just before you go into the pods where it like drops we were sat there for a solid 10 minutes. Oh, that's awful. And like Adam even took it because like it looked like they were about to come and evacuate us. And it sounded like the announcements that were they were making, they're like, a cast member will be with you shortly. Like we fully thought we were getting evac'd off. You paid um, for this. Honestly. So there was that. And then eventually a cast member comes around, picks something up off the track and then runs away. Doesn't oh. tell us anything that's going on. Just picks up something and runs away. We then get into that pod where you're supposed to see yourself dropping and then there's the flying thing and then you end up landing and there's the person drilling. There was no sound. And yeah. all you all you seen was this guy drilling. So we still got the drop, but it didn't make any sense because we're just in a junkyard watching this man drill. And that was it. That was how yeah. it ended. And then we exited. Now, what I thought was quite interesting was, so it was clearly just our two cars so that's what you can fit eight people in each car so that's 16 people right yeah there was a cast member standing there with an ipad when we got off that ride that kind of moved herself in the path that you would have to walk past her she didn't say anything to any of the guests 
she was just stood there and the people that were she was waiting for anybody to complain right yeah the people in front of us went up and she was like i've just waited 90 minutes for this she was like i've done this before i know we didn't get a proper experience on this we did not get an ending on this we've just waited 90 minutes and he's never done it before this is this is not okay didn't even bat an eyelid can i have your tickets she loaded on a lightning lane for them that was her entire purpose was to load on lightning lanes because people yeah. didn't get the proper experience. And we went up and I said we were in the same car. Didn't didn't have to say anything other than that. Handed her our tickets. We immediately got given lightning lanes. But it's the fact that like she should have been stopping everyone that got out of those cars and giving them lightning lanes. Yeah. But it was only what you can, if, yeah. What you can get away with the bare minimum. Honestly, like and so many people just walked off. And, and didn't say anything. I mean, I, I noticed it when we were in Animal Kingdom and it's starting to get a bit heated. Animal Kingdom Lodge getting a bit heated at the receptionist and all that over the debit card fiasco. Yeah. Just these people with iPads just start moving in from the background. Yeah. And they're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. So you've seen one there. They're like their version of the men in black. Yeah. It's... It's bizarre. And again, like we literally got given lightning lane, we could use it at any stage. So we immediately got back on it. I don't know what the issue was, but they had it completely fixed and we had a perfect run through then. Because like, I, again, I've watched ride throughs of it, but Adam had like no idea what was going on at the end of it. And we were just sat with like red flashing lights and sirens for a solid 10 minutes with no explanation as to what was going on. Which is, so, which is a, a shame, isn't it? I mean, on our first ride through, we um, we did it about four times. Hmm. Uh, we got evac'd out of the uh, the very first bit with BB-8 and Ray. Oh, really? And we had to walk through basically the back lot uh, onto the Stormtrooper bit. So we missed That's the whole wild. going up into space. So it's just so we were we were just disappointed. And then yeah, we got we got the Kylo Ren waving thing getting sucked off into space. <laughs> we we got that, but that yeah. was the only the only time we got it. The rest of the time we had the other fella where he's in the the, the ship outside shooting Bizarre. at you. Um, but and then there was bits where you're coming into dock to end, and he's hmm. just moving around, and there's no volume, like you say, all the yeah. volume's gone off. It, so it, it's full of bugs. It needs to go down for it couple of weeks and yeah but when it works bizarre. it's amazing isn't it oh the the second run through we had was and like don't get me wrong even like what we had experienced the first time around even though it was a little bit disjointed and whatnot was amazing it, it is a fantastic ride but there there can be a lot of issues so what i would say is if you're on it and something happens and you see someone with an ipad afterwards go ask That'd them for a lightning lane yeah. <laughs> because either you'll have waited an incredibly long period of time or you'll have actually physically paid money for it so don't be afraid to be like this wasn't right yeah that's one at least yeah but yeah no i really really had a great time in in hollywood studios um definitely a much better time than when i was there however many years ago um i think they've really they've really improved the park and made it a lot more there's just a lot more to do which is quite yeah. nice um that was that was day one as i said we left before um phantasmic we were just a bit wrecked so we just grabbed some food in the quick service and pop century we sat out and watched a lightning storm uh by the pool with some margaritas which was nice um 
And then on the second day, so that was our Epcot and Mickey's Not So Scary Day, which was also my birthday. So, yes, we had breakfast in the hotel, which was nice. Adam got me a birthday badge, which was lovely. The Skyliner, we didn't go bang on, like, in a time that would get you bang on for a park opening. We were maybe, like, 30 minutes after that. Yeah. Um, and the Skyliner was a doddle. Totally fine. Because uh, by the time we'd, like, gone and dropped our bags and stuff like that, um, just timing-wise, that's the way it, it worked out. So Skyliner wasn't an issue. Really loved the Skyliner. I'm quite afraid of heights so I was a bit worried that it would scare the bejesus enemy but it was fine quite enjoyed it um so first thing we did was meet Daisy there was Daisy and Minnie were right at the that port is it the port of entry is that what that part of Epcot's called that entrance yeah something like that yeah I think so so they were st- stood right there Minnie had a queue of about seven or eight families I would say Daisy not a one so literally oh. walked into the park on my birthday and got to meet Daisy who's one of my favorite characters like bish bash bosh straight away so that was great that was a great start to the day love that um and we didn't prioritize going on Remy because we knew we had kind of only really had a half day so to speak in Epcot and we've done Ratatouille in Paris so that wasn't a priority for us our main priorities were getting on uh Guardians which we ended up getting to do twice which was fantastic um, I hadn't done Frozen because that wasn't there the last time I was there and I love the Three Caballeros so I really wanted to do that um, so they were kind of our priorities Um, so what we ended up starting the day out with doing was uh, we kind of did a half little like mini drink around the world yeah. so we started in Italy uh, I think I got like a rosé cocktail Adam got a beer we then went to Germany they had this like chocolate shot and they had a pumpkin spice shot. Oh. So we had a little, it was kind of like Bailey's. Yeah. So had one of those, went to, I don't think anything was open in Japan at that stage. Um, went and got a drink in China. Frozen was down for the first half of the day. So that should have led us quite nicely to our, our DAS uh, pass for Frozen, but that wasn't open. So we ended up going to, I think we went and did the three Caballeros and then... We had a lightning lane for Spaceship Earth. Went and did that. That was nice. Um, And then we got some of the food and wine food. We didn't get to do a whole lot of it because, again, we just didn't have a lot of time. Yeah. Um, And there were certain rides that we wanted to do. I feel like if we were going back again and it was food and wine, we'd kind of want a full day just to do that. And then a day for doing rides because I don't know how feasible it would be to be able to do a good dint of both um but i I think we give epcot in the end like three days maybe even four yeah to to make sure we've done everything we wanted to do yeah it kind of it kind of needs it like i had done out my whole bloody spreadsheet with all the food from food and wine and the only places that we ended up getting food were the brewing lab they had yeah. like vegan chicken wings. We got some of those. Adam went and got some pickle fries. Um, I think that might have been the only food that we had from Food and Wine just because there just wasn't a lot of time. Um, we ended up going on Soarin', which I hadn't done in years. Had never seen Soarin' over the world. It's fine. Yeah. Um, bit too it's much not- CGI. 
and there's never a queue. The queue was massive. That oh. was probably the thing that took us the longest to get through. There's I don't always know. A queue. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Like it didn't look like it was on. And again, we'd used the DAS pass, so like we should have just flown straight through it. Because what we were meant to be able to do was we had booked test track as our like pre-allocated DAS um, selection. So we had that. And then we were in the space of between kind of say two o'clock and maybe half three, we had the test track and then the two goes and guardians of the galaxy, which they're right beside each other. That should have been feasible, but so uh, took so bloody long to get us through that we ended up having to miss test track. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, so went to Guardians. I'd bought a lightning lane and then I'd also got a virtual queue. And again, if you have a DAS pass, you can exchange your virtual queue to go through the lightning lane as well. So we got to do lightning lane on both. Um, it's really fun. I really, really like Guardians. I think it is such a fun coaster. It kind of feels like they've taken a lot of the elements of like DLPs um space mountain and definitely like crushes coaster and then just like plus yeah it. definitely and it, it feels a lot more reliable i don't know if it is breaking down but because it's just like basically a screen-based roller coaster yeah. there's a lot less moving parts in it to go wrong yeah like i can only speak for the day we were there it didn't look like it went down at all if anything our um return time for the virtual queue had got pushed back further so not pushed back, like had been brought forward. So we got to go on it earlier because initially I think it said it was supposed to be at like half three. So yeah. we were like, right, that'll be the last thing we do before we head over to Magic Kingdom. Um, But it actually ended up being at about two o'clock. So um, it worked out. And to be fair, didn't have any issue getting both the lightning lane and the virtual queue. We were, it was totally fine getting both. Um, So yeah. The, but it's can really, you remember it's really what fun. songs you got? I can't. I know we definitely didn't get September, which I was a little bit sad about. Um, but no, I can't remember. I mean, I, I got Flock of Seagulls twice, ah! which made me so happy being a Scouser. <laughs> but... No, I can't remember what songs we got. That's that's going to really annoy me now. I'd say Adam probably remembers, but no, my mind is blank. Um, but yeah, and then we went back and got to do Frozen. That came up again. Um, so I got to do Frozen, and then... I think the last thing we did was go and get some margaritas in Mexico because I wanted yeah, a right, margarita from yeah. Mexico on my birthday. And then we headed off to go get the monorail to Magic Kingdom, which was great crack. I mean, use a bevy is like us, aren't you? Use like yeah. a bevy. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah, matter and... how much it is over there. You just Oh, God, no. Nah. It, that's that's monopoly money plus to be fair uh the the lovely patreon that is sandy had uh very kindly sent me money to get birthday margaritas oh uh, so yeah she's she's a good egg she's a good egg <laughs> oh. so we went and got ourselves into our costumes i say costumes we made t-shirts for the halloween party that uh were chip and dale's t-shirts from disneyland last year uh, yeah. very niche not a single person got it but it, they were just cute little spooky t-shirts anyway so it was fine um, so we got the monorail over to Magic Kingdom got checked in for the Halloween party got our wristbands 
got our little trick-or-treat bags um and yeah I think we went and grabbed I wanted the spirit jersey for the Halloween party um yeah. I have to say a lot of the other Halloween party merch wasn't great yeah, I remember absolutely. when I went in 2015, there was so much merch. I bought about four or five different types of pins. There were blind bags of pins. Um, I have this really nice jumper. I mean, it was pretty, the spirit jersey craze. Um, I have a t-shirt from it. Like I had a Sanderson. There was so much variety of merchandise back in 2015. And I know because I have a shed load of it. And it just felt like this year, there was kind of the two different spirit jerseys and a pin I feel like I didn't it didn't seem like there was much more than that um but yeah so the the merch was probably the most disappointing thing about the party which to be honest is fine the tickets cost enough <laughs> don't need to be spending a right cloud on the uh on the merch as well um so one thing that we kind of struggle with so we probably got in at half four nearly five o'clock yeah um and trying to get food was a struggle the queues for everywhere were astronomical um so we ended up just sitting down for a little bit and then we went to the friars nook i want to say and got a vegan bratwurst and some tater tots uh, which yeah. yeah which held us over pretty good um so I know I mentioned again on the DAS one, so you can use your DAS pass at the Halloween party as well. You just have to wait till seven o'clock. So I booked us a lightning lane for Seven Doors Mine Train because Adam yep. had never been on it. Totally it's forgot how fun that ride was. Fabulous ride. So much fun. Yeah. So, so good. Really enjoyed that. Um, The only other rides that we did was we did the teacups because they had the Halloween-y overlay. That was fun. Yeah. We did get a DAS pass for uh, Space Mountain, but we were just knackered after the fireworks. Oh, and the mate. We just didn't do it. I'm so glad you didn't do it. Yeah. Because it was pitch black as part of the Halloween thing. Yeah. And it's rougher than a docker's arsehole. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of the Magic Kingdom Space Mountain. Now, if, if it was in DLP and that was in fully pitch dark, I would have done it. But yeah. I wasn't overly... It was Bothered. terrifying. Yeah. It was it was like a horror film on wheels. <laughs> Decapitation could have come at any time. It was horrific. <laughs> we were screaming in fear, pure oh, fear. No. Yeah. So oh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad we whether that. I ever do that ride ever again, it scarred me so bad. Oh I don't no. Know. Yeah. Honest to goodness, oh, mate. Dear. It was horrific. Yeah, I'm glad we left that then. Yeah, I am. Um, You're back. You'd have been coming out on a stretch. Yeah. I know. I'd have been a bit. But uh, yeah, so the only other ride that we did was Haunted Mansion, uh, which we did have to wait a little bit longer for with the DAS Pass, but it was fine. Um, they had the ghosts out um, just before you go into the stretching room. They had the two of them sat there just kind of Ghosted. chatting to people. Yeah. So that was fun. Love that. Um, we hit it. I think we hit pretty much all of the trick-or-treat spots except for the ones by Tron. We didn't get a lightning lane for Tron because we'd already used our lightning lane for the day with yeah. Guardians and you can only use one per day. And my preference would have been to do 
Guardians twice over Tron because we'll go back at some stage and we'll do Tron uh, then. Which is a bit silly because you're in a paid event, so you should be able to. That you should, should be, be able set, to, right? You... That's what I thought, but yeah. no. Um, but yeah, so we hit all of the trick or treat spots. Honestly, it was great because I had my birthday badge on, so people were not only wishing me a happy birthday, but they were also saying happy Halloween. It was great. Loved Two it. Steps. We came out with so much sweets. It yeah. was insane. We still have a rake load of them. We gave a rake load of them to the flight attendants on our flight home. Like, it was outrageous, the amount of sweets that we got. It was ridiculous. So they've definitely upped the volume of sweets that you get, for for sure. I'm still eating the Skittles every time I go into the kitchen. Honestly, that's the thing. Kind of have to put some somewhere because it's just eat the tiny little like Snickers that they give you. Just grab yeah. one of them when you're in the kitchen. It's it's ridiculous. But uh, but no, it was good. And all the cast members seemed to be uh the vibes and whatnot. We didn't meet any characters. Um, yeah, what just wasn't a priority. Um, we'd met Donald in Mexico in Epcot. Um, so I've met Donald and Daisy during that day, during the day, and I wasn't going to queue the ridiculous amount of time to meet Jack and Sally. I've met Jack a bunch of times in DLP. I wasn't I spending the whole they, Halloween party doing that. They do it wrong. You're at a paid event. Why should you wait three hours to to it's, meet Jack and Sally? It's insane. And I say that I'm well aware. I waited probably three and a half hours to meet Oogie Boogie at DLP, <sighs> but there was nothing else to do at the DLP event. So what what else would I have been doing with my time? So still still stand by that um so the day that we were there or the week that we were there anyways there was a lot of electrical storms there was a lot a lot of lightning storms um no rain but just a lot of lightning we got no rain pretty much the whole time we were there we were very lucky um except the one night they were in pop it lashed rain but it was like way late in the evening so and it was finished by the morning so it was fine um so the lightning was getting pretty intense. So I went up to a cast member and I was like, can I just double check? Do they still do the parade and the fireworks and everything if there's a lightning storm? And they were like, yeah, oh, 100%. So that was all. That was all good. I was happy with that. Um, we went over to Cosmic Rays. This was maybe like 45 minutes to the fireworks. Yeah. We went over to get some water and to go to the trick-or-treat spot there. And then we were just going to have a mooch through um it's not discovery land in disney world it's tomorrowland um went to just have we're gonna go have a mooch there and then head over to the fireworks as we were going through the trick-or-treat thing an announcement goes off fireworks will be starting in 10 minutes they just moved them forward a half an hour just out of nowhere i don't know if it's because it looked like the weather might take a turn i don't know but I, I if, was just glad we were quite close. I don't know if they've got to fire them off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They can't leave them in there overnight and do them the next day or whatever. So Yeah. But uh I was I was quite glad that we were we were pretty close. We ended up getting a really nice spot for the fireworks. We could see everything. We could see the Jack puppet. Um if anything, lightning storm really went quite well with the fireworks it was like adding an extra bit of of, of ambiance to it which was nice um the fireworks are nice do i think they're as good as hallowishes was no but they're pretty good they're pretty cute. yeah yeah um by that stage we were 
absolutely wrecked. <laughs> we had been going since like eight o'clock in the morning. We were wrecked. So we opted to take a seat. Uh, we were kind of in the hub, but like on the outskirts of the hub. So we just sat there um, and we're like, we'll just wait for Booty. We watched the Sanderson sisters show from sat there. We could, we had a perfect view for that. And then we had a perfect view of the castle and then the parade as well. So all the photos that we have, the castles lit up beautifully in the background. Got to see the Headless Horseman, which I don't think I got to see the last time I did Mickey's Not So Scary because the weather had been really bad. Yeah, I think we That was them. good. Oh, yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, they got to see the parade. I like the additions and the like little tweaks that they've done to the parade. Love Minnie Daisy and uh, Clarabelle as the Sanderson sisters. If they had been meetable characters, maybe I would have queued for a chunk of time to meet them. But... Thankfully, they're not, so I didn't have to do that. Why aren't they? Do you know what I mean? It's like... Honestly, you can meet them on the cruise, you can meet them at Disneyland. Why can't you meet them at Disney World? It's I don't the understand. same event every year. You have you know, the costumes. Tweak it up a bit. I don't. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, Booty, I mean, Booty is my favourite, my favourite Disney parade. Um, never, never about bad time and then after that we just we just ended up strolling up we'd also got a locker at um magic kingdom um just because we didn't want to be looking around the bag so after we'd filled up our trick-or-treat bags we ended up dumping that into the locker and going around more of them um and again i think the locker was around eight maybe ten dollars at magic kingdom but again it just meant that we weren't having to lug around a whole lot of stuff with us Worth it, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got the bus back to Pop Century. The bus was an absolute, an absolute doddle. Um, there was a lot of people in the queue, but there was just constantly buses coming. Um, so we didn't. The only length of time we had to wait was just how long it took people to physically get onto the bus. Um, so that was good. Uh, felt like we drove for about forty five years to get back <laughs> to the hotel. You kind of forget how big Disney World is until oh, yeah. you're so used to doing the tiny little John from Cabana Bay to Universal, which is maybe five minutes, if even. But it's a good like 15, 15 minute drive easy yeah, to Pop Century. It's insane. So, and so then at that, at that bit, did you have to get your luggage and then go back to Universal? Yeah, so we then went, got our luggage, which was fine. They're open 24-7. That wasn't an issue. Booked a lift. We had the chattiest lift driver. Every other lift driver we had didn't speak, just didn't talk, which was totally fine. This guy, so chatty. He wanted to talk about the fact that we were from Ireland. He wanted to talk about the fact that he lives in Orlando. His wife works for Disney. We found out so much information about this man. And we were just so tired that we were like, oh. We feel really bad because he clearly just wanted to have the bands, but we were just having none of it. Um, so felt felt a little bit bad. Um, and then we hadn't planned on necessarily doing Disney Springs, but we were so tired the following day that we ended up heading over to Disney Springs for the morning. Um, I had never been to Disney Springs. It was still uh, downtown Disney. Was it called downtown Disney? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was still downtown Disney the last time I was there. I think they'd started building Disney Springs when I was there, but it was still just the the little part. So yeah, went and got a Christmas decoration in the Christmas shop. Um we did queue up and go to Gideon's because I had to. You've got to. I had to. Yeah. Had to. 
So we got the peanut butter cookie, the peanut butter cold brew, and there was like a lemon cookie and an orange cookie for September. And so we got the orange one. Honestly, they're lovely. So, so nice. I know it's a bit of, of a small child, aren't they? They are massive. They are massive. So we ended up having like a quarter of each cookie each at Disney Springs. And then the other halves we had one night when we got back from Horror Nights. And it was great. Amazing. The coffee is so nice. Oh, oh so that good. peanut butter. So oh. nice. Like Adam doesn't like coffee and he tried it and he was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. It was it was delightful. And then we just kind of had a mooch around whilst we were waiting for uh, Gideon's. We ended up going, Adam went in and grabbed us uh, a pint each in Raglan Road. Just mooched around, went into a couple of couple of shops, went into House of Blues, got some nice stuff in there. Which, um, is, and... which is more Irish, Raglan Road or Finnegan's? Raglan Road. Boom. Raglan Road. Adam actually got talking to the guy behind the bar and all of the managers in Raglan Road are Irish. They have to be. That's the law. Murphy's no. law. Yeah. Plus they didn't sell some of the very questionable merch that Finnegan's had. But yeah, I would definitely... <laughs> For the five seconds that I was in there, Raglan Road definitely felt more Irish anyways. Um, so then we ended up going to Jock Lindsay's for food because we didn't really see anywhere else that we wanted to go. And Adam's best friend is a big Indiana Jones fan. And I know Ryan always speaks quite highly of Jock Lindsay's. So we ended up going in there. Um, they had a happy hour on, on a bunch of like food items and a couple of drinks were like a reduced price and whatnot. So just had some food and had some drinks in Jock Lindsay's and then headed back, got ourselves ready and then went to Horror Nights that evening. Boom. Um, but yeah, we had, like, we only had two days in the parks and then a morning in, well, an afternoon really in Disney Springs, but yeah, all of the I suppose additions and tweaks and changes that they've made in the last uh, few years in the parks, really good, had a really, a really solid experience. Well, I suppose it'll make you want to do the other parks yeah you know like animal kingdom um magic kingdom during the daytime and yeah yeah for sure because like i only had i think i did one half day in animal kingdom the last time um and like none of the avatar stuff was there or anything so yeah we have said that like whenever we go back the plan is to do a predominantly disney trip with the odd jaunt to to Universal and whatnot, but yeah, it was really it was a really nice way to do it. Thankfully, the way we'd like because we already booked it before the official dates for Mickey's Not So Scary came out, so we kind of risked hoping that the Mickey's Not So Scary would be the night that we thought it would be. Um, but as for like transferring back and forth, totally fine. There was plenty of availabilities for lifts. There wasn't an issue of getting a lift back to Universal after Mickey's Not So Scary. That was totally fine. So if you were doing a mainly universal trip, not an issue, kind of transferring back and forth. And then I would imagine vice versa for getting from Disney, which is wild because I'm pretty sure when I was there the last time we did one day in Universal and I think it cost us like $60 for a mirrors transfer, which is probably where I was like, oh, it'll be a hundred quid. Yeah, I think what's been brilliant. um, I mean, we haven't heard Ryan's trip report yet probably have to go and listen to theme park trader to listen to it mm-hmm. to be honest but 
everybody who from the, the gang who's been this year has had a positive experience. Yeah. You know, there's obviously not everything is perfect and there's little bits mm. and bobs, but on the whole, you know, price rises and various things, we all moan about everything, you know, the mate isn't as yeah. good as it could have been. But generally, we've all had a ball, haven't we? Yeah, genuinely had had so much fun there. And I will say, merch-wise, the absolute best thing I bought were the Mickey Mouse pumpkin crocs. They are Boom. my favourite thing in the world. Wear them every day. He didn't. You had to buy them. <laughs> I had to. I absolutely had to. They were great. They were a, a great purchase. Um, let it lie. But yeah, no, we had a we had a great time. Would I stay at Pop Century again? No. Um, our room had a really weird smell to it. We had an adjoining room with a very young family, and um, that I think were on like their baby moon or whatever. Because um, one thing that I definitely don't remember seeing in all-star movies was people decorate their doors and their windows in Pop Century. Oh, like, asked. deck them. Like, like, people brought full light setups. People had, like, stickers all over the window. People had full oh, animatronics outside. Like, it was crazy. And these mental. people had decorated their full window with It's a Girl and whatnot but like they already clearly by the sounds of it had a couple kids in there so like it was it was loud like we never heard anybody next to us in cabana bay but we could we could very much hear the people next to us in pop century um where the cast member had put us wasn't great we were on the ground floor we were right beside where like the little vans that collect the bins and stuff were Um, that's why you put you there because yeah you didn't specify honestly um now, the other cast members that we interacted with were lovely the food that we had was pretty good um, but yeah the room itself like it's one of the newer rooms that they've just done up but just yeah wasn't great compared to another value resort in Cabana Bay the Universal ones were just streets ahead yeah oh, that's a shame yeah. but all it means is you, you're just going to have to go up a notch yeah, just we tick the box. We've done that. Yeah, won't stay there again. There's so many hotels in Disney World that we can choose from. That's that's not Pop Century, so it's all good. You can come with us to Beach Club next time. There we go. We'll drink it dry, girl. <laughs> right. Well, I think we'll wind it up. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good to me. Well, Sinead, thank you for joining us on this episode. It's been absolutely amazing. So Thanks much for having me. Uh, if that's what she said, I had to say that. <laughs> yeah. <Ridiculous>. So, <laughs> thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you all next week. So, what does P Dab say now? He's got a catchphrase. Something about you going down the road or something. Oh, really? Why? Because we like you. Kick it. Can't get enough. Can't get This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.